Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. New 2022 research has shown that around 70% of people still do not fully understand HPV or human uh, papillomavirus. Carried out by behaviour and attitudes on behalf of MSD Ireland, the research included polling a representative sample of over a thousand people in Ireland to examine the awareness and the perceptions of the HPV virus. And the survey was conducted ahead of this autumn's National HPV Immunisation Programme in Ireland, which is offered for free to boys and girls in first year in secondary school. Now, that, of course, was affected quite badly. I'm, I'm assuming by COVID. I'll find out in a minute if it was actually affected. Even though most people will be infected uh, with a form of HPV in their lifetime, the new research shows that over half believe that HPV is rare in Ireland. Furthermore, 21% uh, believe that it is likely that they have uh, they've ever had HPV themselves at any stage. Further highlighting potential knowledge gaps, almost one in four say that they don't know how HPV is spread. And HPV, of course, causes one in 20 cancers worldwide and is one of the leading causes of cervical cancer. It also uh, causes a substantial number of cancers in the vagina, the vulva, the anus, as well as, as well as genital warts. And also, by the way, in boys as well. And that's what we want to focus on as well. So to talk to me a bit more about HPV and explain it a bit better is Bernie Carter, Assistant Director of Nursing Services at the Marie Keating Foundation. Good afternoon to you, Bernie. Good afternoon, Niall. HPV, I haven't had the conversation a little while and I'll tell you why, because during COVID when the kids were off school, did we miss out on some of the, you know, the immunisation programme? Well, we did, really. And I mean, rightly so, because COVID took over and the focus was on COVID and getting everybody vaccinated for COVID. So, yeah, the HPV National School Immunisation Programme did take a hit. Okay. Uh, but now, thankfully, we're focusing on the positive. We're going to resume this September. So okay. I think that's fantastic. OK, let, let's go back to the, the start first. I mean, ex- to, for people who don't understand it, uh, I suppose explaining viruses for dummies, as they say, for people who don't understand what HPV is and how it affects their lives or how dangerous it can be for both boys and girls and particularly older women when it comes to cervical cancer, where does it all start? Well, first of all, it is a virus, human papillomavirus. It's a very, very common virus. There's about 100 in all of these HPVs, but there's about 13 of them that can cause cancer. So the ones that can cause cancer, we call these high-risk HPVs. So at least 80% of us will be infected with some form of a HPV in our lifetime. It's sexually transmitted. It can be transmitted with or without sexual intercourse. So any contact with the genitalia can lead to an infection with the HPV virus. But thankfully, we don't all get cancer from these high-risk HPV viruses. Most of us, our immune system will fight it off. But in the case of many of cervical cancer, more than 99% of cervical cancers are caused by a high-risk HPV virus. And I know you mentioned the boys there as well. And often when people think HPV, they think cervical cancer, they think the women. But yet, rightly so, like you mentioned, HPV, human papillomavirus, can also cause cancer in men as well as women. Now, what what sort of cancers does it cause? I know it causes throat cancer is one. Throat Um, cancer is one, at least a third of throat cancers. At nine out of ten anal cancers, cancers of the anus, it can also cause cancer of the penis. So really, it's a virus that can cause problems in men and women. And roughly in Ireland every year, we'd have about 420 cases of cancer caused by HPV. Out of that, 85 are men. 
And, so and a lot of these, and, and I know at one stage, I don't know what the figures are now, but I remember talking about a few a few years ago to Robert O'Connor from the Irish Cancer Society, we were talking about the fact that over 300 women die every year of cervical cancer. Yeah. And not only that, the amount of women whose have had, had life-changing operations to avoid dying of uh, cervical cancer. In other words, thousands of women across the, the country on a yearly Absolutely. basis diagnosed. And this, you know, from the research that we've seen from Australia, where it was developed first and used first, the vaccine uh, almost mm-hmm. has a 100% reduction in the amount of uh, cases of uh, abnormal cells going on to be cancerous. So we see a massive success with this particular vaccine. Yeah. Now, it was the vaccine program was damaged badly by, you know, groups of people who were out there going back about five years ago. That's right. And yeah. now they were referred to by the HSC as terrorists at the time. Uh, but but <laughs> yeah. they but they were basically terrorising the program by suggesting, you know, that it was, it was a bad vaccine and it was going to kill people and all sorts of silly things things. Uh, but essentially, the, va- the vaccine has done nothing but good. So the, the, the oh, idea is we want prevention and not cure, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, it's a very safe vaccine. And what we need people to do is not go looking at Mr. Google for research. Really go look at the experts. Look at what the World Health Organization has to say. The European Medicines Agency, Centre of Disease Control, and basically over a million people have been researched since the vaccine came out first in 2006, looking at safety. Look, I have three daughters myself. I'm not going to put something into their bodies that I feel is going to cause more harm than good. But the science shows us, and that's what we want to look at, the science, that there's no scientific evidence in Ireland or any other country that the HPV vaccine causes any long-term medical conditions. This vaccine gives up to 90% protection against cervical cancer. And as I already said as well, it protects the men against HPV-related cancers that can occur in men. If we get a good herd vaccination, we're going to get the men and the women protected. And the World Health Strategy, the World Health Organization as a strategy to eliminate cervical cancer by 2030. Ireland really needs a better uptake of the HPV vaccine for us to be on what, track. What is our uptake? At, what's the uptake? Now, it went from 85 down to about 55 right. or 60 at one stage, but we started yeah. getting it back up again just before COVID. So, so what are we at now? Well, it went from 87 down to about 50% and with the anti-vac campaign back in 2017. And can we really talk about cervical cancer and not mention Laura Brennan. The wonderful Laura Brennan died at the very young age of 26. I I interviewed her, I talked to her. Amazing lady, amazing family, died in 2019. And Laura really helped boost the uptake of the vaccine just before COVID to about 90% in her own county of Clare and 80% around the country. But of course, it did kind of start COVID and the impact of COVID, it has dropped again. So what we want now, as we're going into September, the consent forms will be going out in the bags to the parents. The vaccine is free for first years in secondary school for boys and girls. Really, we really want parents to become more informed, read the information that will accompany the consent forms, Go on to the mariekeating.ie website. Go on to hpb.ie. Look at the science because this vaccine can save lives. And we need a 90% uptake for Ireland to be on target with Australia and with the rest of the world in eliminating cervical cancer. I, because you're right, because I, I mean, I have a daughter myself now, she's in her 20s now, but when she was that young, obviously we had the consent form to sign for HPV. And I would hate, I'd say, my daughter to come to me at the age of 30 exactly. and say, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer, why didn't you Why didn't you get me the injection? Oh, I didn't get it for, because some young one on Facebook told me your head falls off if you get it. Yeah. And, and I would hate to do that. Now look, 
I'm not going to go into a whole vaccine conversation today. We can have arguments and debates about all sorts of vaccines and different vaccinations. We're talking specifically about HPV today. Yeah. And this vaccine is extremely safe and you're better getting it than not getting it. And that goes absolutely. for the boys and the girls as well. So when the consent form comes around, have absolutely inform yourself. I, I would ne- I, never just sign something. I always say to people, never just sign something. Inform yeah. yourself, go onto the HSE website, go onto the World Health Organization website in relation to this particular vaccine. Look at all the medical evidence, but don't be looking at Mary on Facebook. And, or now, the young and I the also say that the Marie Keating Foundation run a free schools program. We go into the first up, right up to leave insert, and we provide really non-fearful, informed information about HPV and about, you know, the vaccine and about what it can do to help protect the young people. So if anybody would like our, our school programs, please do contact info at mariekeating.ie or give us a call. Go on to our mm. website and book us in. But a couple, of, couple of questions coming in here, sorry for, for you as well. Somebody says, do you ever need to get a top-up of the vaccine? Great, great question there. And the science shows that as of now, no booster required. The immunity provided by this vaccine does not seem to wane with time and provides excellent protection. So as of now, no. And I would say also, look at a study done in the UK just in November, which really shows the impact in the UK along with the vaccine in practically, as they say, and quote, quote, quote unquote, the HPV immunization program has successfully almost eliminated cervical cancer in women born since September the 1st, 1995. That's Go amazing. And they say they've had the same results as well in precancer cells as well in Australia. Exactly. Oh, here's, here's a little voice thing. note as well. Have a quick listen to this. Somebody sent this in for you, Bernie. Hang on. Oh. Hi, I'm just wondering, is there any way of getting the HPV vaccine um, after the event? My daughter is 23 now. She missed out when it was going around the schools because she had a complete phobia of needles. We tried three times or four times in the clinic, but she just could not physically let the needle go near her. I know she'd love to have it done now. And I just wonder, is there any way to get back into the system? Thanks, Niall. Great topic. Okay, so Bernie, somebody... Great question yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, love to answer that, Niall. Yeah. yeah, so the vaccine is recommended between the ages of 9 to 26. It's licensed and studied right up to the age of 45. I was in a similar scenario. My own young girl, 18, missed it in first year. And yes, you can get the vaccine. You can either get it through your GP, through a well women's clinic, or now the pharmacies, some of the pharmacies, Boots have a selected number of pharmacies in Ireland where you can also avail of the vaccine. Right, so and if you, yes, if you pop into Boots it. or McCabe's or any of the, the big pharmacy... Not McCabe's just yet. Okay, now all right, okay. I know it's only Boots and maybe okay. Lloyd's may be coming on board soon as well. Okay, but so if you yes, pop in there and go to the pharmacist, they, they, they'll, if you go to the pharmacist, they'll be able to give yeah. you the injection there. And can there. I say one more thing, yeah. I like yeah, There's Bernie. no 100% vaccine, so... Yes, this vaccine will give up to 90% protection against cervical cancer, but we also want people to avail an uptake of cervical screening once they reach the age 25. We have a wonderful new cervical screening program that came out in March 2020, kind of coincided with COVID pandemic. So please do get informed as well. If you're between the ages of 25 to 65, go on the national screening program and make sure you're also registered to have your cervical screen. It's no longer called the smear, it's called a cervical screen. Together with HPV vaccination and cervical screening, this is how we're going to eliminate cervical cancer in Ireland. I have a sister who's gone through the cervical cancer journey. Part of my work with Marie Keating is working on the 221 Plus group, the support group that was set up for the women impacted by the cervical check scandal as well. And really, if we can protect one life from going through that horrendous journey, let's do it. 
We don't know the cause of many cancers. We know the cause of cervical. Go get your children vaccinated, protect the boys and protect the girls. Be informed and get the evidence-based information. Okay, I've been I've been told I have another question for you here. I'm sorry yep. for keeping you now, but obviously Not so many people are interested, Bernie. I've one more for you here. Have a listen to this. Hang on. I'm in my mid-30s. I'm finished having my family. I've had all of my children. And I'm just wondering if there will be any benefit to someone like me to get the vaccine. All right, there you go. That's a great question as well. Now, the ideal age to get vaccinated is before becoming sexually active. That's the ideal, and there's ideals in in every scenario. But this vaccine is studied up to the age of 45. And actually, in the program offered by Boots, they will give it to anyone up to the age of 45. What I would say there for this lady is, check your cervical screens as they were known the smear. Have they been normal? Has HBV ever been detected? Go and have a conversation with your GP. You know, we can pick up HPV from any relationship and there's no finger pointing. You can be HPV positive for up to 15 years. It's like, and it's like chlamydia, exactly isn't it? You, you, somebody's mentioned chlamydia, which is so widespread. It's yeah. a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. And for most men, they'll never know the life they've ever got it. Um, but yeah. for women, of no course, symptoms. it can be dangerous. There's no symptoms of HPV. We yeah. don't know we have it. Yeah. So for this lady, I would say, go and have a chat with your GP. You know, if your smears have all been regular and normal, maybe there's no need. But if you're going into a new relationship, there is a possibility that you could be exposed to HPV. We don't know. Again, there's no symptoms. There's nothing to stop anybody getting it up to the age of 45, but you may not get the same protection and you would not get the same protection as a younger person getting it before becoming sexually active. Okay. We don't keep an immunity in our bodies to HPV like we would for chickenpox. As we don't keep the antibodies there that will stop it coming back. So, so the immune system needs a little exposed. bit of a help on this one. Yes, exactly, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. Okay, yes. and, and again, yes. not to reiterate again in relation to boys, so one final question here. Somebody says, can you ask? Can you answer a question as to why they give it to children so young? Uh, we're talking yeah, about the age of 12 or 13 years of age where children really aren't sexually active till they're 16 or 17. So why do they give it to them so young? There, and I just mentioned there, we need to really ideally get it before becoming sexually active before being exposed to that HPV virus. And that's why the studies and the research has shown that it is best given in that first year of school. Like, of course, there could be some children sexually active well, at that yeah, age. Yeah, it does yeah, happen, that's another, that's another story, now. Yeah. But yeah, it is ideally best given before becoming exposed to the HPV virus. Yeah. That is the ideal. And again, the vaccine also protects against genital warts. They don't become cancer, but these are not very nice. And so but, the but by the way, also gets protection all, all the things you've mentioned there, Bernie, you know, up to the age of 26. And all yeah. like that. Does that all apply to boys as well, by the way? Absolutely. Now, yes. again, I must say here, the vaccine, and this I have a bit of a, a gripe about this one. The vaccine is only free in Ireland in first years for boys and girls. It is free in the UK up to the age of 25. It is free in Australia up to the age of 19, up to the age of 18 in the US. Australia is leading the way and hopefully will eliminate cervical cancer by 2035. So it's only free in Ireland in first year and not everybody can afford to pay for it. That's quite if shocking, the guys isn't it? get the vaccine under the age of 15, it's two injections in one year. But once you're over the age of 15, it's three injections. And it can average up to 220 per injection. Now, the pharmacies are bringing it out a little bit cheaper. But like 
should we have to pay for this? Is prevention not the best cure? Bernie, that's your next call to Ireland's Classic Hits. That'll be the next time you're on. When we start the campaign to pressure the government and embarrass them into increasing the age to 21 at least. Well, I'm not going to criticise the government. We've done so. We've brought in HPV service screening and we've got HPV vaccination. But let's give it another boost now. Let's go the rest of the way. All right, listen, Bernie, you've been, it's wonderful, been wonderful talking to you. You're full of passion and full of life. Thank you so much, Thanks for having me on. All right, there you go. Bernie Carter, Assistant Director and Nursing from the Marie Keating Foundation, talking about the HIV vaccine and the importance of knowing that it's not just for your young girls, which is vital for them, but it's also for young boys to stop them passing it on to girls and also stop them getting cancer too, because young boys can get, as she mentioned there, penis, anal and throat cancer as well from HPV. It's a very dangerous virus and it can cause cancer. It's been around for a long time. Somebody says, no, I'm surprised to hear you promoting a vaccine. All vaccines are not the same. I'll question, like everybody else, I question things. You know, but I've I've talked about HPV in the past, long before the other, the, the C virus came along. I've talked about the HPV vaccine and I've talked about the, the, the good and the benefits that it has done society and the, the lives that it's saved. I mean, do you really want your daughter coming to you at the age of 35 and saying, I've been diagnosed with cervical cancer. Why didn't you get me the vaccine when I was young, Dad? Well, ma'am. Oh, we didn't get it because we saw on Facebook some young one said her head fell off or she grew spikes out of her nose when she got... You know, you know what? You know what I mean? Get your information from a reliable source. I know it's hard to find reliable sources nowadays, to be honest with you, but get it from a reliable source. And I firmly would stand by the HIV vaccine I gave to my own daughter. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.